All right, ladies and gentlemen, peace and love, everybody. Hope everybody's doing well. It's Thursday, you are tuned into the Urban Conservative Podcast. What's good, bro? How are you today, sir? I am swimmingly well, brother. And I'm saying swimmingly well because it's raining here. So I'm all right, though. No complaints. All right, all right. Well, um, you know, shout out real quick to everybody that supports the podcast. Of course, do us a favor, head over to TUConservative.com, get a membership. If you want to support us on Cash App, you can do such at dollar sign TUConservative and follow us on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, blah, 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 blah. At the hey, 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 aren't we on Getter now, too? We on everything at the Urban Conservative or at TU Conservative. Either one. Look on all the on the um you know all the social media platforms. We're on all streaming media. Shouts out to the Two Americas podcast. They had a really really dope show last night. Shouts out to Scott and Zynga. Um, shouts out to Nia that joined them. Nia Logan joined them last night. Shouts out to ABL and uh, all his followers. All that good stuff. So too close for comfort, bro. Too close for comfort why did we call this show too close for comfort why because when when we started talking about biden going door to door you know what started playing in my head what's that the 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 too close for comfort theme song came Mm -hmm. on my head Mm -hmm. i was like yo that's too too close for comfort bro for y'all to be knocking on people's doors or sending people to people's houses I don't know. Is it a vaccination check? I mean, but really? Well, That's- well, let's let's talk about this a little bit and, and what we're referring to. And I'm pretty sure everyone's heard by now. Uh, the White House defends a door to door push to, um, to get 70 percent of the American population vaccinated, which to me is crazy. Right. Why do you have a percentage of people that you want to have vaccinated? That is absolutely crazy to me. Seven percent. Like, so this means people are going to get vaccinated that don't want it. That's the only way you get to 70 percent. Like, how do you get to 70 percent? Like 70 percent of the people don't get the flu shot. It's a fact. Oh, okay. So we lost Ali. So um, let's clarify something, though, because I see some people posting that, oh, they're going to come to your house and jab you. Right. So looking at this Fox News story really quick, um, the White House Wednesday sought to clarify its door to door coronavirus vaccine push amid fresh criticism from the right that the home visit approach is government overreach. Now, get in the comment section. Let us know if you think this door-to-door approach is government overreach. Personally, I think it is. I think that's a little too close for comfort. And secondly, who's paying for this? What? What? Why do we have to pay for you know employees of the federal government or people contracted by the federal government to knock on our door to give us information about the vaccine? Like everybody knows. In America at this point, little kids know about the vaccine and vaccination at this point. But the White House Press Secretary Jen Circleback Saki stressed Wednesday that no one from the federal government will be showing up at Americans' doors mandating coronavirus vaccinations. Rather, the personal visits Biden announced Tuesday are designed to share information on vaccinations as the White House aims to still reach its fourth of July goal of having 70% of the adult population jabbed. Now, 
I'm personally not with mandatory anything, mandatory vaccinations, mandatory this and that. Nah, that that's a bit too close for comfort for me. Um, I'm not I'm not sure who told them that we want to have 70 percent is a realistic thing. Like like it's a bit strange. And the cost of having people go community to community, door to door. To knock on door to say, hey, do you know about the vaccine? Hey, do you know about the vaccine? What about you? Do you know about the vaccine? How many people live here? Because you know they're going to start asking other questions, ladies and gentlemen. They're going to start asking other questions. They're going to start, you know, uh, um, taking more information than they need to. So is this some type of glorified vaccination data collection drive? Which is what I think is is where it comes into government overreach. Uh, I don't think that's I don't think that's a good idea. So let us know if you think this door to door campaign is a good idea um, for tax dollars to be going to, to be spent on people coming to tell you and I and knocking on communities doors, um, you know, in reference to this vaccination program. Uh, I, I don't think that's a good idea at all. Period. Point blank. But again, get in the comment section. Let us know what you think now. Ali brought up another story before he got off, um, too close for comfort. Some of you may have heard about what's going on down in um, Atlanta. Let me pull up the story for you guys, right? Uh, here it is right here. So I found this a bit interesting, and, and this really speaks to being a little too close uh, for comfort here. Let me go ahead and play this five news story for you guys. Uh, and then we'll come back and talk about this a little bit here. Oh, wait. I didn't even do the audio. Hold on. See, that's a thing. You got to make sure when you're doing this, right, you got to add the audio. Always add the audio, ladies and gentlemen. Always share the audio. All right. So check out this story. Um, and we'll come right back after this uh, quick listen real fast. Hold on a second. Where to go? Where to go? Where to go? All right. It's right here. A suburb called Buckhead is pushing to become an independent city amid a spike in crime. The man leading the charge, Buckhead Exploratory Committee CEO Bill White, and he joins us now. Good morning to you, Bill. Uh, why do you think divorcing Atlanta essentially will help reduce crime in your neighborhood? Well, thanks, Ashley, for having us. And first, let me say happy birthday to Stuart Varney. What a great uh, patriot, and we hope he's having fun somewhere in an undisclosed location. Um, I, I will say that we have filed for divorce. You know, when you file for divorce, you uh, if you believe in marriage like, like we do, you try to work it out. You try to have people listening at the table to the concerns. But when you have irreconcilable differences, it's time to do something about it. So we feel like the great people of Buckhead have been exploited for way too long. Uh, I'm not so comfortable about Ritzy Buckhead. The, we have a very diverse community. We have very diverse housing. We have a very interesting mix of cultures in Buckhead. So crime is not for the rich or the poor. It's on everyone. And indeed, it's colorblind, and it's happening in Buckhead at record rates. Our murder rate is up in Buckhead 133% since 2019. So we have two bills in the Georgia legislature. I want to thank our great speaker of the Georgia legislator, legislature, David Ralston, for his courage and his leadership to allow us the right to vote. That's all we're asking for is the right to vote. 
for the 90,000 legally registered voters in Buckhead to have their own city or not. And I think if we had the vote today, Ashley, it would be 70, 80, maybe 90 percent. Wow. So you say that uh, Buckhead has been exploited. In, in what way? Well, two things. We send uh, literally billions of dollars of taxes to City Hall, which is truly I see you, Ali. The, the articles camera. in the Atlanta Journal-Constitution recently show that there are no audit controls for how our money is being spent. There's been a corrupt procurement process for many years. The crime is out of control because we have no leadership, no love, mm. respect for our police. Our police arrests are down in Atlanta when our crime is through the roof. So that tells you something. 300 cops have quit. I've read the resignation letters. They are the saddest things I've ever read. They just want to be allowed to do their job and put the smack down on this crime. And that's what we're going to do in the Buckhead City Police Department, because we're going to hire a lot of those Atlanta police officers, and we're going to treat them with respect, take the handcuffs off of them and put them on the criminals where they belong, and bring faith back in living in Buckhead. Right now, everybody's living in fear. And we're going to make it a great city and hopefully an example for Atlanta and maybe an example for the country. Who knows? Yo, he's very so, trump bro. You believe that taking this step, you can knock down crime. I mean, it's an invisible line, is it not? What is going to stop the crime and the criminals from targeting Buckhead if you, in fact, uh. are successful with the divorce? Yes, Ashley, that's a great question. Thank you. At the moment, uh, we have a circumference of about 32 square miles of jurisdiction. It's called Zone 2. And there are 82 great Atlanta police officers that cover that area. It's the size about of San Francisco. In San Francisco, they have 2,000 officers. So right now, there are only about 20 cops of that 80 on the job right now in Buckhead. We anticipate we'll have as many as 250 police officers in the Buckhead City Police Department patrolling the streets, cop on every corner. You're going to know this is the wrong place to come to do crime. And if you don't realize that, you're going to have a rude awakening coming to Buckhead in the coming years. I read somewhere, I think the... So, so, sounds like if you go to Buckhead, Wallace, and you go to, to Giselle, that's what it sounds, it sounds Not like for nothing. Rightfully so, though. You're rightfully. going to Giselle, buddy. You're going to Giselle. Yo, directly to Giselle. But here's, here's what I'm saying, Rob. 300 officers quit? Yeah. 300, yeah. bro? Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, so so here's what I'm saying, though, Rob. Here's what I'm saying. If you have less police, right, doesn't right. that mean by virtue of having less police, you're going to get more crime? Because you don't think criminals know there's less police, right? Mm, right. Yeah, I don't think they're thinking that out too tough, though. Right? Because that's the thing. People don't think things out all the way. You got you to gotta remember that. So, so my thing is, he akin this to a divorce, right? And how bad is Atlanta being ran that that you opt out? Yo, I, I think we're just going to go ahead and um, leave. <laughs> we're just going to go ahead and um, divorce this whole county right now. We're going we to leave the whole county. Think about that, bro. County. We leave the county right now. We're divorcing our city. It's over. We don't so want to be in their city in anymore. the city of Atlanta. That's a wrap. Right. They don't want to. They want to be their own thing, and then they want to hire their own cops. Right. And that's what they want to leave. The, I don't think they can leave the county. I think they can. No, leave I the mean, city. 
Wait, all right. So let's go back. Let, let's go back for a second here because I want to be clear about what he's saying here. Leading the charge, Buckhead Exploratory Committee CEO Bill White, and he joins us now. Good morning to you, Bill. Uh, why do you think divorcing Atlanta essentially will help reduce crime in your neighborhood? Well, thanks, Ashley, for having us. And first, let me say happy birthday to Stuart Varney. What a great uh, patriot, and we hope he's having fun somewhere in an undisclosed location. Um, I, I will say that we have filed for divorce. You know, when you file for divorce, you, uh, if you believe in marriage like, like we do, you try to work it out. You try to have people listening at the table to the concerns. But when you have irreconcilable differences, it's time to do something about it. So we feel like the great people of Buckhead have been exploited for way too long. Uh, I'm not so comfortable about Ritzy Buckhead. The, we have a very diverse community. We have very diverse housing. We have a very interesting mix of cultures in Buckhead. So crime is not for the rich or the poor. It's on everyone. And indeed, it's colorblind, and it's happening in Buckhead at record rates. Our murder rate is up in Buckhead 133% since 2019. So we have two bills in the Georgia legislature. I want to thank our great speaker of the Georgia legislator, legislature, David Ralston, for his courage and his leadership to allow us. To All right, hold on. So, so my, my thing is this, right? And he didn't mention, um, he did not mention, when he mentioned the crime statistics, didn't mention the, the demographics of the crime. But I'd be very interested to find out what those numbers look like in the in the crime rise you understand what i'm saying like i'd be very interested are you saying is it more black people committing crime or is it no more white people? no not committed i want to know who the victims of these crimes are the the, the uh. rising crime i'm just curious who the victims are i don't care who did it i don't care who did it i'm just curious who the victims are we're just worried about who commits the crime instead of the, who's being victimized right by the crime and i think that's a mistake we make um, when we when we were arguing with the left sometimes or when we're talking to people on the left or that center left trying to get them a little more center right, I think we make that mistake about talking about who's committing the crime instead of the victims. But but I just be curious in Buckhead because who, like it's eleven percent black in Buckhead. It's seventy seven percent white. Eleven percent black. Mm. 77% white, 11% black, 6% Asian, 3% other, and 2.2% two or more races. Hmm. So, so when we look at that breakdown, it's like, how bad is what's going on in Atlanta that, that y'all like, okay, yo, as a community, we've had enough. Yeah, that's it. We're done. Divorce paperwork. That's a problem, bro. That is a certified 1,000% problem. And I'll tell you, I have friends that have gone to Atlanta, and they're like, yo, I go. I go directly to my hotel. I do not stop anywhere. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's that bad. And I, uh, I'm i hearing the anecdotal evidence that it's not cool at all. Okay, so let's look at... All right, hold on. I'm just curious what the crime in atlanta <laughs> let's just let's just look at that all right crime in atlanta uh, and this is from the atlanta journal constitution after historically dead 2020 a uh, historically deadly 2020 atlanta homicides are up nearly 60 percent in 2021 and 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 it's 
interesting the image they use right they use the image on this article and look who they put on the article i wasn't going to show it i was just going to read you guys the, the statistics but at this point look at this look who's look who's there so i i mean do i need to add, do we even need to look this up at this point people i don't think so so i mean it's, it's, how do you put crime 60 percent more people are getting killed like 60 percent more i i and you and you're voting for the same people over and over and over again. It's madness. It's absolutely madness. So so Buckhead has apparently had enough. Let us know what you guys think. If you lived in Buckhead, would you would you be okay with this leaving Atlanta? What's your thoughts on that? Uh we definitely like to know. And uh hold on. Shouts out to Brother some- Ronald. Yeah, he said door to door jabs are not new. Town of Hempstead had them since January. Yeah. Cool. Um I, I guess I mean yeah, yeah. I don't live in Hempstead. I don't. Yeah, I don't, but I'm I'm, I'm not right cool with the I'm not cool with them doing it either. Door to door jabs, right? So we're gonna knock on your door. Have you been vaccinated? Nope. Here, how do you even verify that you're getting a vaccine? How did so? At this point, somebody could just walk up to your door, right? All right. Yo, so, so what so if what if you come to my house and I say and, and I say I'm already vaccinated? Then what? All right, so so now listen. Here's the issue: the president of Haiti was just assassinated, right? The people allegedly had on DEA outfits. Allegedly, had on DEA outfits. If you look up the information, y'all heard. Okay, cool. So my point is, and they just murdered the president of a country. So now, how do you know what somebody's walking up high from the government? And I'd like to stick this needle in your arm. <laughs> no, no, nine worst words. According to Ronald Reagan is, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. <laughs> he don't want that. No. So we, we in a situation where what happens is, is do you, do you, where is the overreach in this situation? When, a, when is the government getting too close for comfort, right? And is there a point where the, the government and what, like, are we clear? Like, do we all each know for, uh, is that an independent thing for ourselves or is there a guideline? Now, I'm, from what I understand, there's a guideline, bro. Called the Constitution. Right. <laughs> like, there's a Constitution and a right. Bill of Rights. that, and, and then even in your state, you have a state constitution, right? So right. The, overreach, the overreach begins at the violation of any of that stuff. Cool? I'm, I'm down. All right. So now the other form of overreach is digging in my pockets without my permission. Spending my money without my permission. That's an overreach. So who's, did we cover that? Who's paying for these people to go door to door? Well, well, I mentioned that earlier, but, but that's to me the overreach right there. Cool. Y'all want to send out people, people. All right. I'm not okay with somebody knocking on your door, offering you a shot. Right. Because to me, that's just really sketchy. Right. That's just, I, it just opens the door for really crazy people to do some really crazy things. Right. Like, I don't like that premise. We're going to pay people to go door to door and talk to you about medication. <laughs> I, I don't know. Oh, my gosh. I, no. I don't know if I'm, if I'm all right with that. 
I think no. that's, that's a tad too. You're, if they, so like things create like that. That premise would create so many more other things. Well, if we can go door to door, wait, 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 wait. Are, are they? Would they be hiring the same people that were running the twenty twenty elections? Would those be the same people applying for that job? That All right, here's the here's the other two clothes for comfort. Shouts out to the whole Suffolk County Board of Elections. I'm not liking how the mainstream media is paying attention to this stupid situation that happened with the first ranked voting thing. See, this is what happens. Like people are fans of rank the vote the ranked voting system. I think it's pretty stupid. I think it's stupid. Now, the reason I say it's too close for comfort. Being this close to New York City and their screw-ups, now people are like the New York Board of Elections as, as opposed to the New York City Board of Elections office. Not the New York Board of Elections. The New York City. If people don't know how these things are set up, they don't know your county. You have a, your Board of Elections for the county. So that's not the same. Your Board of Elections in your county is not the same as the county next to you. They're, they're, so when they when they're talking about this stuff, that what they're doing now, there's talks in New York about trying to revamp all of the board of elections now because of what happened with this ranked vote ranked voting thing. And the ranked voting system is absolutely stupid. Hey, listen, I'm voting for Bob something something. Check. <laughs> Stop. Why do we need more than that? I want Bob first. I want Cindy second, and I like James third. Like that's that's pretty stupid and it's a, a surefire way to complicate things. But I, I just think it's too close for comfort. Right. I think it gets right. too close and you have to separate some things. So, um, I, again, like I said, no, we're 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 full. No, on the door to door vaccination campaign. Right. right? Um, we're definitely a thumbs up on, on go ahead, Buckhead. Y'all do that. Get your own police force. Definitely thumbs your up, neighborhood. Go ahead. Yeah, do that. Um, we're in full favor of that. It's a quick reminder. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. here on the Urban Conservative, you can check out Two America's Podcast, hosted by Scott and Zynga. Make sure to be here at the Urban Conservative on Facebook and YouTube every Wednesday. Ain't no telling when we're going to pop up, although we are getting ready to launch a new show. Um, so shout out to Everybody that supports the Urban Conservative, we just wanted to do this quick video. Too close for comfort. We're not going to hold y'all here. Do us a favor. Like the video. Comment. Subscribe. Comment. Subscribe. Share. Repeat. Do that again. Uh, let, let your folks know about the Urban Conservative podcast. We also have uh, the continuation of the, uh, Is American Culture Really Dangerous? Uh, episode 2 coming up, bro, real soon. Plus... Yes. We got some candidates coming on the platform. We're going to continue our candidate series. Uh, Shouts out to Vanessa Simon coming on the platform. She's running out here in New York next week. Um, She'll be on the platform next week. So um, with that said, ladies and gentlemen, please do us a favor. Hit the like, follow, subscribe. We're going to catch y'all on the next one, man. Peace and love.